Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Boys and girls, this is the Undisputed Era. Adam Cole, Kylo Riley, Roderick Strong, and you're listening to Going In Raw, baby. Hey guys, this is Charlotte, and you're watching Going In Raw. Going In Raw. That sounds terrible. What's up, it's your girl, Sasha Banks, legit boss, and you are watching Going In Raw. You like that? Hey, friendo, Steve here. And Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Steven Larson, and available wherever podcasts can be found. Be sure to hit that subscribe button, notify bell next to it on YouTube. You get access to the community tab notifications. You get access to whenever we go live with our live streams Monday through Friday, uh, <clears throat> unless we're gaming on Twitch on Friday, but mostly, I don't know, it's a sort of 50-50 deal. Uh, and yeah, uh, and yeah, it's good. Uh, hit that notify bell. Uh, we're also available on, okay, Eric Bugenhagen. Um we're also available uh, wherever podcasts can be found. So uh, be sure to leave a rating, review, or comment. It really does help in the audio podcast realm for you to do all that. Uh, I'll announce new patrons. To, we're actually filming this on Thursday. Yeah. Uh, so I'll announce new patrons. You got some programming notes that we got to address, yes? So if you're watching this first thing in the morning, as soon as it goes up on Friday morning, make note, 9 a.m. Pacific, noon Eastern, 5 p.m. Brexit time, best of the super friendos. This time, we're taking four picks, four women from the draft pool. Well, eight in total, but we're each picking four, yeah. You get four, I get four, yeah. and then they fight for a contract with either W, Steve W, or Fun Wrestling. We did this with the men uh, like a month ago or so, and now we're doing it with the women uh, because we, we're all about giving opportunities in Fun Wrestling. I'm sorry, in uh, Friendo Unified Championship Wrestling, WCW, and Fun Wrestling. Yes. And we want to give an opportunity to a new. New. That's why it's always good to keep on uploading your creations. Yes, because yes, we're constantly looking for, on the lookout, new talent. I was actually really surprised that I needed to start refreshing. I started. I needed to, to keep on reloading talent. Influx. I needed an influx of talent to W. Steve W. And I we just got started only on episode three right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's happening. Also on Saturday, if you're watching this on Friday, which you probably are, uh, tomorrow, Saturday, uh, it's going to be a special. It's not going to be really count out. It's going to be the Friendo Awards. Yeah. I'm sure there's some way we could make that into a count out. Well, like there's nine categories. Uh, and then the Going in Raw Hall of Fame. So, so there you go. It's count categories. Out. There you go. It's count out. But it's Friendo Awards. We're finally, after putting the polls up, Late 2018, we're finally getting around to doing the results. Well, here's the thing. Really, you want, you want to watch it for the fun of us arguing about who goes in the Going in Raw Hall of Fame. Yeah. That's the fun of the it. The Oscars don't even happen until like mid-March. Yeah. So if they can do it, the friend, although they have a bunch of pageantry and voting and, and like, then accounting and firms taking care of exactly, their voting they process. they have all that kind of stuff. It's just us on the community tab. Anybody can see right now who won the awards. It's right there in the community tab. Why would you say that? But but they want to tune to us for the pageantry. Oh, okay. The spectacle of we, us we announcing wear, uh, the, the awards. A little tie, bow tie. I, I have a know. red bow tie I over there. I don't own a bow tie. I'm gonna, I'll wear the red bow tie with like a black shirt. I don't own a bow tie. Uh, you can have like a regular tie. Yeah, I have one of those. Well, I don't know, dress up a little bit. That's all I'm saying. Okay, Just dress I'm, up I'm a little bit. I'm gonna do that. It's Friendo Awards. No, I understand. Friendo Awards. I'll let to do it. Big, big deal. Then again, I live down the street so I can go grab it. 
in a suit or a jacket. There you a go. Shirt and a tie. It's good stuff. You'll see me. I may wear my bright red, my bright red uh, jacket. There you go. That's good. That's good. Uh, anyways, you know what? Oh, else also, we got to mention this now too. Monday, late start. Uh, next Monday, I got something I got to do in the morning. So we'll be starting at noon for a Monday news show. Noon Pacific, three Eastern, eight PM Brexit. Time. Yeah, all that. Yeah, all that. Uh, so first of all, Larson, more WWE. We all know SmackDown is coming to Fox, yeah. but it sounds like there might be more WWE. Uh, sounds like Fox was thinking more but better, as reported by GameSpot. Fox. That's an odd what GameSpot? Yeah, they just happened to be this event and reported on it. Uh, Fox Entertainment CEO Charlie Collier um, said Collier. at a press event Collier. for the Television Critics Association that, quote, Fox Sports Networks, FS1, and others will have some other wrestling, not live SmackDown, not Raw, but other ties to the WWE world. Hmm. What could that mean? What could that mean? Um, this is what the newsletter said. There is no Fox deal at this point for anything but SmackDown. Media insiders have speculated about the idea of a third hour of SmackDown since the cost of filming would be negligible and having it air 10 to 11 on Fox Sports 1 on Fridays. So, so, hold so on why would you have a program and then split it uh, between two different networks? So I'm sitting there enjoying my SmackDown. Oh, this is great. This is awesome. This is great. And then they yeah, have their own overrun? The last hour. It should be the opposite. Like have the first hour be kind of like a talking smack hybrid with a match or two maybe. And then the final two hours would air. See, I would Fox actually, Network. I would even be okay with a final hour that's just talking smack. I'd be f- totally fine with that because everybody loved talking smack. Yeah, it was great. That would actually make some, some amount of sense. You have your show and then you bring on, uh, who's the general manager right now? There is no general managers right it's now. Us, we're the authority. Yeah, we're the authority, so we would host the show. Have Paige host the damn thing. Yeah, she's really good. She's great. Have Paige on there, and then uh, I'd hate to not say Daniel. Daniel Bryan. Oh, he was so good. How about the oh, new Daniel gosh. Bryan? Oh my Hosting gosh. Talking Smack, the champion. That'd be so good. Hosting Talking Smack. That'd be so good. I'd love that, man. Yeah, that that makes some sense. But I, dude, there's no way. There's no way that it would work. That they would have the legitimate third hour. The main event. Like the main event on Fox Sports 1. That sounds no. that sounds silly. That's a non-news story right there. Yeah. What about other potential programming? Um, be standalone talking smack, not attached to uh, SmackDown Live. Like say it airs uh, I don't know, Thursday. It's so like a primer to get ready for the following night's episode. Or like a Saturday evening thing. Mm-hmm. I'd be down with that. I don't know what they air on Saturday. Well, it's Fox Sports 1. Who cares? Probably sports. <laughs> Probably sports. Uh, Saturday afternoon. I don't know. Yeah. Cartoon. Bring back cartoons. Oh, that's a good idea. You know, <laughs> bring back cartoons. Man. Cheap to produce, right? Yeah, I think so. I don't know. No, maybe. I don't think. I think it's pretty expensive. Are they? Cartoons these days. Yeah, I would think maybe. so. I don't know. They got and computers. Takes time. They computers now, though. I know, but still, it takes time to go in there with computers and move Like, a for way. YouTubers, it's expensive. But, like, Fox, Fox, they have all sorts of money. Yeah, I know. But, I mean, relative to the. Uh, they paid, like, thousands and thousands of dollars for the rights to SmackDown. Yeah, I know. You know, like, hundreds of thousands of thousands of dollars. Um, yeah, I don't know. Talking, talking smack, but that's sort of, I don't NXT, know. NXT on Fox Sports 1. Sure, why not? Two hours of NXT. Yeah, that works. It'll this, only be about an hour and a half. How about this? Something new. Just do something, something new. Something new? Do something new. Uh, 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 all Hoss Show. All, you know, see, there you go. 305 Live. There you go. Who wouldn't want to see that? Oh, that'd be great. I'd be huge into that. Oh, heck yeah. That'd be great. What about like, I don't know, the NXT uh, develop, deep cut uh, house circuit, house circuit show. Just go to watch all those great NXT house shows. Oh, maybe be the first people to watch Top Notch versus Brennan Williams. Yeah, that'd be good. Get more a more Stacey Eric Bugenhagen, Stacy Irvin Jr. versus Eric Bugenhagen. Yeah, who wouldn't want to see that? <laughs> there you go. Got yeah, some more information that. out of this. Uh, what was his name? Collier. Dave Charlie. Col- Dave Collier. No, Charlie Collier. Dave he also confirmed that SmackDown. He said, cut it out. Cut it out. It'll be airing f- live Friday night, but, quote, in the short term, Friday night is going to WWE, so who knows if that means they're going to be moving in around. More from the newsletter. Quote, the decision hasn't been made. Ratings will be much better if it's 8 to 10 rather than live. Um, you know, 8 to 10 Friday, West Coast, he's talking. So wait a second. He confirmed that SmackDown's going to be airing live Friday nights. That's what yeah, this Collier guy said. But in the short term, Friday, what, is it, what do you mean, but in the short term, Friday night's going to WWE? I, I, I would interpret that as meaning they're going to start it Friday nights and then move it. And then figure out what to do from there? Yeah. 
Wow. So, uh, again, from newsletter, ratings would be much better if it's 8 to 10 rather than live here on the West Coast, but there would be complaints from hardcore fans on using an excuse if ratings are disappointing. It'll be difficult to preempt the 6 p.m. news on West Coast stations every Friday for wrestling. Local stations would not be happy at all. How is Sinclair supposed to get their propaganda out? I know. To the dinner crowd? I know. <laughs> Fox told Dave that they'd made the decision, but wrestling is considered... They haven't made the decision, but wrestling is considered sports by Fox, which means it goes live like the NFL. It's one thing for them to preempt news on Thursdays in the fall for NFL ratings, but another for 52 weeks on Friday for WWE ratings. One thing, though, Friday is news dump day. Friday, kind of. Friday is the end of the news cycle. That's where they dump the crap news that nobody cares about. Or the news they don't want anybody to pay attention to. Yeah, 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 exactly. I learned that from the West Wing. Yeah. I learned that from watching West Wing. Um, so, yeah, that is, that is I could see that. That is totally a conundrum, though. You yeah. know? Yeah. So, I don't know. Baseless speculation. What are they going to do, Larson? Live, all across country. Live. <laughs> yeah. Do it live. Yeah. Do it live. Six to, uh, six to eight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or five to seven. Five to seven, I would think. Oh, yeah, five to seven, yeah. Yeah. With the overrun, if they do that, talking smack on FS1. Talking smack afterwards. So if it was five to seven, we come in on Friday from five to seven. And then do the recap right afterwards. Do that recap, head home for a weekend. Mm -hmm. Yeah, okay. Could be done. That could be done. That could be done. And if uh, you got tickets to the opera... Uh, one night. All right. I'll just bring uh, Hilton in or Cal Jack or I don't know. Yeah. Skype somebody in. Yeah. Skype Karen in. Yeah. Ulysses. Boom. Yeah. Otherwise, I got to watch. Did I, you say tickets to the opera? Cut it out. Girl. Uh-uh. Have you ever been to, the, to an opera? Oh, hell no. I went to one. Was it cool? It wasn't bad. Sometimes I like to watch on uh, on PBS yeah, late yeah, at night. Yeah, 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 yeah. They have like uh, opera. I went to went to one in L.A. We had good seats, and it was in German, I think. Yeah. And then, but also, but they they translate. They had like a, a ticker mm. that translated the lyrics for you. Mm-hmm. But you know, you're just going for the performance. Yeah. I don't I mean even even reading the lyrics at points. I don't know what the story is about, and I really care. I was there for the performance. I find it mildly fascinating. But I'll, I don't know if I'll ever go to opera again. It was a cool experience, but if so, if there was like a if I got invited to some super fancy opera where the tickets mm-hmm. are like crazy and it's a bunch of rich people. I'd go to that for the people watching experience. Cause it's like, Ooh, I went to go see what's his name. You know, uh, who are the three tenors? What are they? What are they named? Uh, Pavarotti. Pavarotti. Uh, <laughs> two other guys. Yeah. You remembered Pavarotti though. That's good. Yeah. None of the three tenors were in the show. I saw is Julio Iglesias still alive. I know he's not an opera guy, but I'd like to go see a Julio Iglesias didn't show. He, didn't he pass my away? My mom was the biggest Julio Iglesias fan. Oh, I've listened fan. to my fair share of Julio Iglesias in my life. Oh, he had a song with Willie Nelson. So, yeah. To all the girls I've loved before. Yeah, man. That was a good song. Oh, he's still alive. Oh, good. He's 75. He probably looks great, though. Yeah. He probably looks amazing. Man. Yeah, he got married in 71. Lasted eight years. They got married in 2010. He has eight kids. Wow. Including, of course, Enrique. Enrique. Yeah. But there's also a Julio Jr. Oh, okay. I wonder if he has a career. I'm sure he has a career in some capacity. Let's talk about this, because he was really shaking it up with the women back in the day. Superstar oh, shake-up. Wow. wow. Great segue. <laughs> he always looked like he was like the most, the what, what's, what's the politically correct term for guy who bangs a lot? He was like the first Super Smash Brother. All right. Um, he All right. always looked like the like the, the the biggest player. Yeah. Like he, whenever I saw pictures of him, because like I said, my mom was big into him, so I'd see pictures of him a lot. And he's he's a handsome guy. Like personal letters that she would get from him. Oh dear, dear Rita. Oh dear. How is my son Esteban? Oh my gosh. I am. No, Julio you look junior. Nothing like. <laughs> Nothing. I'm uh, not Julio Zero Jr. Zero resemblance, yes. You are not Iglesias Jr. You are not Iglesias Jr. <laughs> I don't know, man. It, look at, you look are at not the, Enrique's brother. Look at this picture of him. You don't think that could be me? No. Like, just a really smooth-looking version of me? I think that could be me. No. <laughs> just like a really good tan? Here, like, make it super small. See? Smaller. Smaller. <laughs> I can't can't go any smaller. Small as you make it, then maybe. Okay, fair enough. Let's talk about the next superstar shakeup because yeah. apparently it's a real thing, Larson. Yeah, go ahead. WWE aired a promo in Canada no, this Canada. past week. 
Canada. <laughs> what did Booker T call <laughs> Penelope Ford? Uh, advertising that the shaking up will happen in April 15th and 16th in Montreal. That's in Canada. That is in Canada. That's where a screw job it's happened. Not just going to be any shakeup because it's being advertised as an international shakeup. Ooh, flavor. Is that just because it's taking place not in the U.S., up in Canada? Or are they going to bring in some talents from NXT UK up to the main roster like Peter Dune? Number one. I mean, it's pretty much Peter Dune or nobody else. International shakeup. WWE always does these weird things that just get us speculating. We have never found out what the wild card final was. (laughs) It was a good episode of SmackDown. Yeah. But I have no idea what wild card final was supposed to be. Okay. International shakeup. Let's try to think about this. NXT UK, man. They're going to bring in some people from NXT UK. That's the only thing I can think of. That's their international territory. They're going to bring in some, like, Peter Dude, Mustache Mountain, British Strong Style, up to the main roster. Is there anything else that they can consider? I mean, there's a lot of great international stars. Uh-huh. Kushida makes his debut. On 205 Live, for example. Yeah. I mean, the Lucha House Party's already on Raw. Akira Tozawa. Humberto Carrillo's a little young, but he's ready for prime time. Who'd you say? Akira Tozawa. He's Akira great. Akira Tozawa's great. Uh... I mean, it's not like they have. Here's the thing: international shakeup would make a lot more sense if they already had several territories, performance centers in Japan, India, Japan, in uh, Central Mexico. America, yeah. or, or Mexico. Yeah, um, it would make sense. But at this point, you're right. The only other territory they can bring in is the UK. Um, an international shakeup. I mean, they're going to send, like, Rusev and Nakamura over to Raw in exchange for Drew. He's from Scotland. Yeah. And I don't know. I think it's the international shakeup because it's in Canada. That's because it takes place in Canada. That could be. That could be. That's a huge get, though, for Montreal. But if you're like... That's that's a couple of really good shows to go to. If you're an American, if you're a Yank, as the British like to call us, uh, are you precluded then from being shooken up? No. Okay. Just, just the fact international that just means it just means everybody. It's a couple miles north of where's Montreal in relation to the United States? North, like, <laughs> thank the Great you. White North, Steve. What state is below? Is south of it? Is south to it though? It's like south. Montana? No, no. Like Chicago, Illinois, Pennsylvania, New oh, York. Oh, it's that far east. Yeah, it is. Okay, all right. Yeah. Quebec is like one of the fur- oh, further yeah, uh, yeah, easternmost yeah. provinces. And then Vancouver is way over on yeah, the yeah, west coast. Yeah, north of Seattle, yeah. Okay. So I think you get Quebec, and then further east is like Nova Scotia, mm. Newfoundland. What's, bi- what's in the middle? What, what big cities in the middle? There's Toronto. That's Toronto. In, that's, that's in it. Ottawa. That's just north of Detroit pretty much. Oh, okay. And All then right. next to that is Saskatchewan. Saskatchewan. Which is north of like Minnesota, the Dakotas and yeah. stuff. And then it's uh, uh, Alberta. And then British Columbia. Ah, Alberta. Okay, wow. That's where Calgary is. Calgary, Alberta, Man. Canada. I guess I know my uh, Canadian geography. The Yukon, that's north of British Columbia. There you go. Uh, and that borders Alaska. Where's the Yeti? That's in, uh, well, I always thought it was the Himalayas, but then on that video, apparently it's everywhere. Spain, Siberia. Fair Oaks. Yeah, man. Just down the street. Yeah. Anyways, so, so yeah. that's cool. Yeah. We're getting another shakeup confirmed. International shakeup. Maybe Peter Dune get called to the main roster. Uh, five swaps. I want to see five people get or ten total. Five yeah. from each show get yeah. traded. A couple call ups. Yeah. Uh, Finn Balor going to SmackDown. Yay or nay? It should be yay. Yeah. It should be a big yay. That's like number one yay. Yeah. April fifteenth to sixteenth. That's still that's, that's the week after. It's the week after Mania. Oh, okay. Yeah, so they'll have the Raw after be... Mania, and they'll be announced. And the week after that, they'll probably do it. Might be some call ups too. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Alistair. Alistair Black. He's Dutch. He's international. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Where's Adam Cole from? Uh, Florida, I believe. That is that is still in the that is firmly that is like one of the most United States states there is. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so, At least I think they bill them from Panama City. That's where all the weird shit goes on. Anyways, uh, this is sad. The Usos are leaving the WWE. Well, it's Larson. not confirmed, but Fightful is reporting there might be some concern backstage about whether the Usos will re-sign with WWE once their contracts expire in April. Is what Fightful had to say. Quote: Sources backstage within WWE tell Fightful that the Usos have not re-signed with the company as of yet, and there is fear internally. They may be writing out their contracts. <laughs> oh, they no. add, 
Phrasing on this is important. As we've been told, There's, we've not been told there's any intent to leave, just that they haven't re-signed, and WWE hopes they will. At the least, they're waiting us out to the last minute, mm-hmm. see what this all-elite wrestling business yep. is all about, yep. and then uh, getting the maximum amount of money they can at yep. WWE. This is yeah. the sound, smart negotiating. Absolutely. There is a market for your services, especially as a tag team, because I think All Elite, because of the Young Bucks, are going to be heavy on the tag team wrestling. And it's funny, man. There's not a whole lot of tag teams. Like, tag team wrestling in the non-WWE landscape is just not, like, a big thing. Like, even in New Japan, you take a look at the same three teams have been fighting over the the junior titles, grill, or, or the just, heavyweight titles, and you got the Gorilla Destiny, KES, Killer Elite Squad, and uh, Evil and Sonata. That's right. Then you look down at the juniors. You got Rapongi 3K. You got uh, Desperado and Kanemaru, and then Lij also. It's just the same three. It's mm-hmm. you know, it's there's not a heavy focus on tag team wrestling so that's you know i think all elite they're probably going to be trying to crack that a little bit yeah um i mean right already on all elite we got young bucks obviously uh lucha brothers will be doing some dates for him yeah um reports that uh best friends are signing with all elite mm-hmm. there's three really and good teams right they're there bringing in that faction from or tag team or whatever yeah. it is yeah from owe yeah. in china so yeah there's definitely be a focus on tag team wrestling in all elite and the usos would be great in all elite wrestling, but this is just sound negotiating on their part. I'd be very, very, very surprised if they left WWE. Yeah, me too. Me too. Um, on the other hand, once their contract is up and all elite can can negotiate with them or can offer them something, uh, I'm sure they probably will get an offer. It'll probably be pretty big. Yeah. And WWE will have to match it and, and then some. Yep. You know? Yep. But uh, no, I agree with you. I think the Usos. I think they're treated. They're treated great in WWE. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um, and with all the talent that's coming in, there's plenty of good dream matchups. New fresh matchups. Yeah. Let's get to this this story. This one is weird. So earlier this week, we we talked about AJ some, Styles is kind of weird these days. Some injuries going around, allegedly, mm-hmm. reportedly, because uh, AJ, Becky, and Seth had all missed house shows over the weekend. Becky, it was reported, missed shows to sell her knee injury. Seth. Apparently had some sort of back issue. And then AJ, we learned on either late Monday or Tuesday, was dealing with a hernia. Well, Fightful said no. No. Because Sean Ross Sapp said on uh, one of their shows, quote, I was told people backstage didn't hear of AJ's style sustaining any type of hernia or anything like that. Um, Meltzer claimed that he got his info directly from some sort of internal WWE medical report. Because in this week's newsletter, he said, quote, the actual Monday injury report on Styles listed him as out with a hernia. On Tuesday, when he was cleared, he was listed as still having injuries to, quote, shoulder and abdominal. Now, I'm no medical expert. True. Um, it's my understanding that hernias just don't go away. Yeah. Um, you kind of have to, at least when they get to a certain point, you have to have them surgically repaired. But I don't know if, depending on the type of hernia, he, well, I mean, apparently, according to him, you didn't have one. What, uh, depending on what kind of hernia he may have had, though he doesn't have one, um, I don't know if it's like a, a something that could be easily maintained. I guess the pairs where the depends where the tear in the muscle wall is, whether there's anything protruding through said tear, Ugh. and that kind of stuff. Once it starts, starts protruding, then you got to get it corrected. He's very. It's not like he's the kind of wrestler who just sort of lumbers around and can do very yeah. little in the ring. He does a lot in there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I remember when. Like Donovan McNabb, quarterback for the Eagles, he had a he got a sports hernia mm-hmm. um, during the, a game, and he was out, and they had to you know repair it yeah. right away. Yeah, you know, and uh, that's you know we were talking about the other day, and someone when the one of the friendos said they had a hiatal hernia, and that was no fun. I can't imagine having to trying to wrestle with a hiatal hernia. Yeah, I would I would be very surprised if he had because I, I think that I think hiatal hernias. I mean, the the limited amount that I know from them, they're caused by stuff that. They happen. They Prem, ha- premier athletes. I don't think not usually would be susceptible. And to I think them. you know people that are you know of advanced age are more susceptible to that yeah. too. So it'd probably be a sports hernia or, or a inguinal or mm-hmm. whatever it's called, the one in the groin area. Yeah, um, would be the most likely ones. But like, but apparently said, doesn't even have one. According to him on Twitter, uh, in response to a fan, he says, "Yeah, about that, I don't have a hernia." And he followed that up by saying, "Reporting in this world is not being based on facts. But who can but who can get the story out first? He's getting annoyed, seemingly, with the pro wrestling news and this is, sources. It was just a couple weeks ago where there was reports that he got a contract. Yeah, that he signed a new contract. Wrestling News World said that, and he responded to that story yeah. on Twitter and said, uh-uh, news to me. It's as if he just discovered there's you know pro wrestling news sites out there, 
And he's like, man, all these people are talking about me. Yeah. Well, people are interested in what you're doing, AJ Styles. You know, They're I was thinking. fans of yours. When, before we started, I went home and, to grab some lunch. And I was thinking about nice. this. Oh, yeah, it was good. It's lentil tacos. No, it's delicious. Had, yeah. It's good. They look good to you? Crunchy lentil tacos? Mm. Just try it sometime. They're good. Mm. Um, if you compare wrestling as an athletic event and compare it to all the other professional sports leagues, there's a huge difference. Yeah. There's basically zero transparency in pro wrestling. They still have this idea <laughs> yeah. in terms of protecting what goes on behind the scenes. It's bizarre. It is. It's really weird. Whereas I know like at the NFL, you have to correctly uh, issue an accurate injury report every Wednesday. And if you don't put an injury on there, you will be punished. Yeah. You get fined or you lose draft picks or whatever it is. I don't know. There's, it, it, they're, they're pretty clear. You got to have an accurate injury report every week. Wrestling, they don't do that unless uh -oh. someone is, has to be written off TV. Yeah. Um, and so if people are missing from events, speculation runs rampant. Yeah. Someone backstage might say something, whether it's truthful or not, whether they have some form of agenda or not. News gets out there, this is happening or that is happening, and then it starts to spread by like wildfire mm -hmm. until someone comes around and, and debunks it. Yeah. You know? Um, and even like in the movie industry, there's a certain amount of transparency when stuff is announced, you know, movies are in production, this person's in it, this person's in it, this person's not in it. Granted, there's still a lot of rumors that go, go around. I um, think the, 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 there's just not a whole lot of transparency in terms of like official wrestling media, you know? Right. And they're very, they're very secretive about process stuff. Mm -hmm. You have to like learn process from shoot interviews. I know. Um, which is very interesting. Like you said, like with movies, granted, they obviously keep scripts under wraps. Obviously. But once movies are released, you have, well, they have, I think they put it in the digital like extras. You have commentary mm -hmm. tracks. Behind the scenes stuff. Books written. Yeah. Uh, all sorts of interviews can be made. And they, there's, there's, a, there's actually a delight that filmmakers, by and large, take in uh in sharing yeah the, the the process of it at the 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 heyday the height of dvd and blu-ray sales there is generally speaking on any movie set two productions going on concurrently there is a production of the movie mm -hmm. and there's a production of the of a movie about the movie being made yeah pretty yeah. much any any movie would have at least some sort of behind the scenes featurette mm -hmm. little mini doc yeah. or in some cases like basically a full-length documentary about the making of the film yeah. associated with the dvd release that doesn't happen with wrestling for the most part. I mean, they, they're getting, they're bringing the curtain down a little bit with the 24 stuff, but that's still heavily vetted, I'm sure. Well, Brock Lesnar usual walking through channel. the curtain and throwing that Universal oh, Championship. That's such a work, man. That's fake, dude. That's, that's so flipping fake. Mm -hmm. When did we first hear about it? After Mania, when he was about to maybe leave. Where are we hearing about it now? Right. Lead up to this Mania, where I'm sure the storyline's going to involve. Brock doesn't care. Yeah. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. So I don't know. And if, and, I, and, if, and if you're Vince and Brock throws the belt at you, what's the first thing you say to him? 
Is it, hey, asshole? <laughs> I mean, five minutes, I'd be like, what, what happened? <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. It'd be uh, more confusion, I would think. I would be like, the hell? How did that bell just get over here? I know. <laughs> what the hell is this problem? I just gave him a sack of money. I know. I know. So, so I don't know, man. It, it is weird. There's almost a lot. I, I mentioned this to, uh, uh, to uh, uh, Luke from mm-hmm. Wrestle Oh, yeah, Talk. I saw that. Yeah, you yeah. saw that. Where that little segment from the Edge and Christian show where they were like making fun of uh, basement dwelling fans with, uh, with podcasts, which I guess is maybe aimed at us. I don't know. Well, uh, I don't know about us specifically. No, no. I think, look, I think the joke was more about the, the vitriol and the, and the, and the, the toxic uh, element of wrestling, uh, of the wrestling fan base. Although they didn't even really frame it that way. They just framed it as nerds who want to know more about wrestling. And I'm like, the, my, my main problem was it wasn't really even funny or clever. It mm-hmm. was like low-hanging fruit. It's you kind know? of mean-spirited. It was kind of mean-spirited and, and just not really funny. And Edge and Christian show is usually really funny. And it, it did, you know, when, when Luke mentioned it, I was like, yeah, it's, there's this weird resent. It's, it's like a resentment. Like, how dare you? How dare you be interested in this product? Well, not just that, the inner workings of this yeah. product. How dare you want to know how it's put together, what's going on? How dare you? Uh, <laughs> how dare you take your fandom beyond the interest level that we want you to have? Just enjoy it for what it is. Yes, damn it. Exactly. Don't ask more questions. Don't be more interested in it. Don't show actual passion for the product. Yes, don't show actual interest until in how the magic is made in the pro wrestling ring. <laughs> right. There's this weird resentment. Yeah, it's odd. And from there's, the WWE. I, I wonder if they still feel like to a degree they have to protect the industry. It's silly. But then they, there's this huge firewall between the product and the people who enjoy it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it'd be interesting to see if all elite, if they kind of disregard that. I mean, already they, they're, they're, they're very approachable, mm-hmm. Cody and the Young Bucks. They always yeah. do their meet greets at every event. Yeah. Um, so it'd be interesting if they kind of start to chip away at that. But I don't and know. I would, I would I imagine, know. I mean, I would imagine just by virtue of the fact that we've seen the Young Bucks in articles that definitely, and, and like, well, I think it was a Sports Illustrated little video. Oh, there's a Rolling short, Stone one where the they Rolling were Stone they were one. going over a match with uh, LIJ. LIJ. And it's fascinating stuff. Yeah. And I imagine if you want to talk to them about that stuff, I'm just guessing they're probably open to talking to you about mm-hmm. that stuff. About how they put matches together, totally. Well, so, it was interesting when Kenny was on Talk with Jericho. Mm-hmm, yeah. They were talking about their match at Wrestle Kingdom and how they put that together, yeah. how they went to the dojo you know, days, if not weeks in advance, and put yeah. it together. And they saw Will Ospreay do a spot they were going to do earlier in the show, so they had to change it on the fly. Yeah. It's like stuff that people are interested in. And uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I I don't get. It. I don't know why the the need is. I I understand pushing back against um, the, the the toxic element. Of, yeah, definitely. Of any fandom, really. Yeah, and yeah, that, yeah, yeah. And that spans every every medium. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, I don't I don't really get the oh uh, you want to know more? You're an idiot. You know, philosophy. You want to know more, nerd? <laughs> yeah, you know, right. That's exactly. pretty much what it is. Yeah. You know, if I want to know, you're not in this industry. Like, if I want to Mark. know, even just as a film fan with no interest in ever making movies, but I want to know more about the process of making f- movies, guess what? I have countless resources available to me to, to, to gather and digest that information. Yeah. Uh, when it comes to wrestling, not so much. Not so much. Not so in much. In fact, in some of my favorite films, I can listen to director commentary or I watch know. behind the scenes feature. They will tell and you. And they will tell you exactly. They're so happy to do that. The process yeah. uh, that went into making that particular scene. Mm-hmm. Why that line of dialogue is read that certain way. I mean, it's just silly when we have to sit here and be like, wait, is it a real injury or a fake injury? <laughs> I know. I mean, like a lot of the stuff that we report on, I, I always assume it, I, you got to take it with a grain of salt because there's no half the stuff. There's no way to verify it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know, and it's not in my mind, the news isn't the news. Oh, AJ styles is hurt. And the news mm-hmm. is someone is reporting that AJ styles is hurt, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. Yeah. And we have no sources. We're not, journalists we're regurgitators so even the funny thing is even if we have even if we like we know some people who are like tangentially involved or have been and like we get little bits and pieces here and there i don't feel comfortable using any of that stuff i never do uh because it's just you know we are fairly open about who we know who we talk with 
And I don't want to put them in any position mm-hmm. of then having to, you know what I mean? Yeah. Totally. So I don't know. Uh, talking about a, <laughs> a company that it really has their fair share of actual problems, though. Lucha oh, Underground. Oh, yeah. So they're being sued. Yeah. Uh, according to Pro Wrestling Sheet, uh, they're reporting that Lucha Underground star King Cuerno, also known as El Hijo del Fantasma. Well, he was a guy that lost his mask at uh, Triple Mania. Mascaras. Yeah. Filed a lawsuit against El Rey Network and Lucha Underground's production company, Babaji Productions. Asked for arbitration, quote, in accordance with the American Arbitration Association's national rules for the resolutions of employment disputes. Yeah, personally, she obtained a copy of the suit, and here's some more interesting details. They're all copied and pasted straight from the legal document that was filed. First little bit that's interesting. Defendants is enforcing contracts with plaintiffs, which are uh, illusory. Illusory. Um, in that they require plaintiffs to stop engaging in their lawful trade while defendants have no obligation to provide work for plaintiffs and only have an obligation to pay plaintiffs if they are provided work on their show, which I guess according to California law or something like that could potentially be against the law. Right, yeah. Um, Lucha Underground broadcasts between 22 and 40 television episodes per year with no live events like the other described wrestling promotions elsewhere in the legal document. If a wrestler appears on a show, it is usually just a couple. The payment per episode is usually less than $1,000. The current contract that wrestlers signed with Lucha Underground require that wrestlers not perform services for other wrestling companies anywhere in the world without defendant's permission, but does not require defendants to use plaintiffs in their wrestling-themed television shows. This bit's interesting. Most wrestlers under a Lucha Underground contract make less than $4,000 a year. Dude, that's awful. That's so bad. Wrestlers working for other wrestling promotions make a living wage, usually starting around 50000 a year, and entering either six or seven figures. Yeah. Um, and of course, you know, uh, within recent months, Eve, uh, Lee spoke out mm-hmm. about her current situation being stuck in her Lucha Underground contract. Joey Ryan responded, backing her up, saying that they offered uh, buyouts or, 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 or escape clause or whatever after season four. Yeah. Um, but, you know, people stuck around because they might have believed in the product. And here they are months later with no indication that season five is ever going to happen. And they can't do anything about it. Now, part of this had to do, uh, there's also, I don't see it here unless I'm missing it, hmm. named some other names in, so apparently yeah, this they, is a class actual, action. There's a separate suit that's a class action. Oh, okay. Which I was about okay. to get to, because oh. Lucha Central spoke with uh, King Cuerno's attorney, and he mentioned, yes, there is another suit against Lucha Underground that's happening as well. I'll read this quote, and you can hit that that little tweet you have there. Mm-hmm. Um, quote, there's actually another lawsuit my office filed as a class action to invalidate certain portions. Because I guess the point of King Corno's suit is not to necessarily invalidate or terminate his contract. He wants damages. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah. Um, the, a class action to invalidate certain portions of their contracts that we believe are illegal. There are several wrestlers that have signed on the lawsuit, others that have reached out requesting to join. So that lawsuit actually seeks to do what I saw reported that Phantasma's lawsuit is attempting to accomplish, I am sure it was reported that way because so many people have been searching for help in getting released. And that one involves uh, the, the website there claims that Ivelisse, Joey Ryan, and Cobra Moon, a.k.a. Thunder Rosa, mm-hmm. are three of the wrestlers included in the class action lawsuit. Um, comedian Ronald Funch has also responded to the pro wrestling uh, sheet tweet saying, I can tell you for sure the Lucha Underground contracts sucked dick. I wanted to do a segment with them, but my manager got one look at the contract and was like, no way. Um, hmm. Yeah. Uh, and then one of the, uh, uh, just somebody on Twitter, NYK Lucha, responded with, the, the fine print had you only doing comedy specials for Lucha until 2037, jokingly. Mm-hmm. And Ronald Funch has said, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> wow. So, yeah. Now we had heard that their the 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 contracts were fairly draconian, and that they were like seven year deals or seven season deals. Yeah, and that you couldn't be on any other televised product here in the states. Mm-hmm. Um, but it sounds like maybe in certain situations it might be even more strict. James McKenna, uh, who I believe also works with uh, Processing Sheet, Processing yeah. Sheet, says uh, uh, he said uh, Ricochet would have been on, or he claims that Ricochet would have been on WWE TV at least a year sooner mm-hmm. if Lucha didn't screw him over. That was a dumb situation, according to him. Yeah, because the situation was like your contract doesn't end when you're done shooting. Mm-hmm. Your contract ends when that season completes, finishes airing. Yes. Yeah. So if they, sh- you know, they spend like a month or two shooting the entire season just straight mm-hmm. and then there's probably a break to start post-production and then 40 weeks later 
season's over. Yeah. So you, yeah, you might have waited up to a year after you were actually done performing with the promotion before your contract would have expired. That's terrible, man. I remember that. So there's this. There was also there's little things too, like uh, when they were didn't they they like threatened Ryan Satin or no? Yeah, was yeah, it yeah, Ryan yeah, yeah. Because they were getting they were getting set spoilers from the set of tapings and mm-hmm. they. And they sent like a cease or desist or something like yeah, that. Yeah, because everybody there was supposed to sign NDAs. NDAs. Um, and they were getting spoilers. And they were like, no, you can't. You got to pull that down. Yeah. And I think Ryan said and said no. Yeah, because legally he didn't have to. Um, so there was that aspect of it. Yeah, it's just it always, you know, I don't know. Like, I understand that there is a fan base out there that really like Lucha Underground. It's obvious that the product was pretty high quality. It was really, yeah, it was, good. It was a good show. I mean, I watched, I think, an episode. I had seen lots of bits and pieces here and there, and it's really interesting to go back and see where everybody is now. You know, you watch it and you say, oh, well, there's Kyrie saying, there's so and so, there's so and so. Here's Io Shirai. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it is, it's a high quality production. But man, those are just crap business practices, mm-hmm. man. Those are terrible. Mm-hmm. That's awful. Yep. So, uh, so yeah. I think it was after season three we heard that they were kind of loosening the deal somewhat. Mm. Maybe that's where you could wrestle elsewhere with the company's permission. And then we started seeing like Pentagon Phoenix show up in Impact, right? Um, in MLW and now All Elite. Yeah. But I don't even know if they're under contract anymore with them. I don't think they are. Yeah, I don't know. Um, so yeah, it's 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 a it's a bummer of a situation if there's people who are stuck under bad in bad contracts, especially now with things absolutely blowing up mm-hmm. in terms of new opportunity and new money making opportunities for wrestlers. Well, it, that's one of the other interesting things about that is it, it the the in the King Cuerno suit that's specifically mentioned. It illustrates just how much things have changed between mm-hmm. 2014, only you know five years ago, mm-hmm. five less years year ago, mm-hmm. eh, years ago, mm-hmm. and now yeah, just how much things have changed, you know yeah. And I mean, granted, I know it's exploded even more because of all elite, but I feel like even in the past couple of years, things have just simply changed. They mm-hmm. like, you know, mm-hmm. the industry has been built up. It's, it's fascinating mm-hmm. to watch. Mm-hmm. We have some questions here, um, on the Twitter. Yes. So we will take a look at, we these. will answer oh, quite a few actually. Uh, Marty, uh, Marky Mike says, uh, speculate. Uh, according to the newsletter here, WWE Network closed the year with 1.563 million subs. Uh, over the fourth quarter, they lost nearly 100,000 subscribers. And uh, Marky Mike says, speculate why WWE lost almost 100,000 network subscribers in quarter four. He says, do you think it's possible it's crown jewel? Do you think a loss of network subscribers could actually affect WWE in some way? It would take a lot of, of, of like if yeah. 500,000 yeah. subs dropped basically like specifically due to you know, uh, one event that the WWE sort mm-hmm. of, you know, one mm-hmm. publicity disaster lost them a third of their subs. That would be a big, 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 big deal. Yeah. That'd be a big deal. Um, 100,000 is not quite there. And I'm not even sure that's out of the realm of normal yeah. for WWE. I just don't know. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if Crown Jewel had something to do with it. I know um, we saw a lot of people saying between that and bringing Hogan back, they were going to cancel their network subscription. It would be interesting to see what the actual like. It would be it would be interesting to see the the numbers in sort of a real time fashion. Mm-hmm. You know, like on a day to day basis, what was the subscriber count? You yeah, know, yeah. how far did it drop or gain? That would be kind of interesting because you'd also get a, a hint at you know how much does the big four drive uh, subscribers, uh, the big four pay per views. How big do you know? Do takeovers dry subscribers? Mm-hmm. I mean, those are always linked to the big four, but still. Yeah. Um, that's weird. Ezra Zella says, I'm a huge fan of Ricochet and try to emulate his style in the ring. My question is, why do you think his ceiling is so low? I don't think his ceiling is low. I, think I don't think either of us have ever said that. Ridiculously high. I think it's super high. Uh, Brian, who would win in an air guitar contest between Eric Bugenhagen? And Hiroshi Tanahashi. Do we know if Hiroshi Tanahashi actually plays any guitar? That I don't know. I would probably give it to Eric Bugenhagen. Oh, go ace. Yeah, really? He's got a lot of practice doing the air guitar. He's been doing it for a very long time. I feel like sometimes when he does it, he's checked out. Eric Bugenhagen, I feel like when he did it the other night on NXT, he looked like he was at an actual concert. But we've only seen him do it once. Let's see if he has to do it every night and see if he brings that level of passion to it after doing it for 10 years. I don't know, man. I, the vibe off that guy makes me think that he'll do it. Even better. Every I understand day, all that. I'm gonna go with it. the proven product, and that's Go Ace. What is this garbage? Gatlin Hooten, Gatlin Hooten. Sorry, is a corn dog a popsicle? Man, I love a good corn dog though. Me too. 
No. I mean, corn dog is kind of a corn dog. Is there is there a big difference between the worst corn dog and the best corn dog? It could be like over fried. Mm, yeah. Or under fried. Well, yeah, but that's just if bad. it's gooey, like the cornbread's gooey. Well, that's, that's not good. That's just that's 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 just not. You mean well in terms done. of quality of the corn? Yeah, I mean there's there's varying degrees of quality of hot dog, so there should be varying degrees of quality of corn dog. Anyways, answer this question. No, popsicle is is like some sort of syrupy, sugary concoction, uh, frozen with a stick in it. Yeah, that's not a corn dog. Come on, Gallon. Come on. If you warm up a corn dog, you still have a corn dog. If you warm up a popsicle, you have a puddle of sugary stuff. Boy, I love that name, though. Gatlin Hooten. Yeah, not boy, a popsicle. Boy, I wish my parents had that kind of imagination. Instead, I got Steve. Gatlin I'm here. I'm named, I'm, my first name's And, so. Yeah. Brandon Cage. Who will have the best legacy, legacy. in WWE? Ronda Rousey or Shayna Baszler? That's interesting. It's really early to tell with Shayna. I mean, so far, it. I think it. I, I mean, Shayna. She's not. I hate calling people old, but she's like 37, 38. Yeah, she's like in that. her 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 upper thirties. Yeah, she seems like her style seems like she could go for like ten yeah, more yeah, years. Yeah, I don't know how much how much mileage she has on her body. Right. You know, I know she's only been I pro, mean, wrestling, pro wrestling relatively like short amount of time. Yeah, like yeah, but you know, I don't know how much. Uh, uh, she was doing the MMA stuff before that. So if Ronda Rousey ends up, okay, I'll put it this way. If Ronda Rousey lasts another 10 years, it's probably going to be her because she came in and made a big, 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 big splash. But if her full-time tenure is wrapping up after Mania and she's only make spot appearances after that. And Shayna Baszler carries out the normal length of what we think her career probably would be. It could very be. well be Shayna Baszler. Probably going to be her. Uh, Ripper 99 with reports that Undertaker has given a list of events of possible opponents he would either have an interaction and or full match with. Who do you speculate would be the best opponent for him and who goes over? I don't want to see Vince. him. I don't want to see him in the ring anymore. I want to. Well, yeah, but he's not. That's not the question. Vince, here I put together a list of names. Nobody not on this list is allowed to work with the dead man. I would think Kane would have to be on that list. Kane, he's my brother, the mayor of Knox County and the River Stygian. Mm-hmm. Triple H is probably on that list. Triple Hunter. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. He's my favorite. Maybe Randy Orton. The Heartbreak Kid, Shawn Michaels. Randy Orton is on the list. John Cena. Yeah, John Cena's probably on the list. Definitely on the list. Finn Balor should be on the list, but I don't know if he I'll go one-on-one on one with Brock again, too. He's big money. That little guy, Finn Balor, he's cool. Maybe too cool for Undertaker. George Evans, what's your favorite so bad it's good match of all time? So bad it's good? Yeah. I'm going to say, no, that's not bad. That's actually a decent match. Which one? I was going to say Hogan Warrior at Mania. It's actually the best match either of those guys ever did. So bad it's good. Probably something with Sid. On the Pritchard podcast, Conrad asked Bruce if Sid is the best terrible wrestler of all time. And Bruce said, no, it's Warrior. 
Yeah, okay. I don't know. I might give the edge to Sid, though. Yeah. Uh, so, like... Uh, Maybe it's that match where the skyscrapers were facing that jobber tag team and the jobber tag team weren't selling for the skyscrapers so they legit <laughs> beat the hell out of them. That's a good one. Luger, Luger versus match. Bruiser Brody. That's a good one, too. In the steel cage. Anytime a match is, is awful, on <laughs> descends into a shoot, pretty much. <laughs> Tank Abbott versus that guy who Tank oh Abbott pulled gosh. a knife on. No, it was just And bad. they cut away. They're like, oh, God, let's cut away now and see when. And they're just like hoping that somebody <sighs> didn't just get murdered. Um, I'd say this. What about Hogan Warrior 2 at, at uh, Halloween Havoc? No, that's just terrible. Yeah, but it's really fun to watch because it's two people having two different matches with each other. Horrendously bad. Uh, Planet Chuck, who on the current NXT roster would Vince want as a future world champion and women's champion? Then who would Triple H want in those roles? So Triple H would probably see the value in Aleister Black as world champion. Mm -hmm. Vince on the current roster. Right, well... He's not currently an XTMR, but I can see Vince looking at Lars Sullivan and thinking, this guy's got champ written all over. Look at how much beef there is on him. You think Vince likes Champa? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what Vince likes. Other than beef. Well, beef. He likes beef, yeah. Dan Matha. <laughs> Probably a big fan of Dan Matha. Tucker Knight. Tucker. <laughs> there you go. Let's put the belt on Tucky. <laughs> Do you think Vince likes Adam Cole? I don't know. Not sure I see Universal Champion. Maybe if you if there was two of them in one. Yeah, they did the, the trench coat thing where they two Adam Coles and they stood each other, one of them stood on the other one's shoulders. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> the trench coat thing. The trench coat thing is classic. <laughs> classic comedy convention trench coat thing. Uh women's champions. Like I feel like anybody in NXT women's division, Triple H would Endorse fully. Oh man, he yeah, I think he loves them all. Yeah, about Vince though, probably Shayna. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. Yeah, uh, Adrian O. Hopefully, I'll be attending the tr Double or Nothing ticket announcement if I get there in time. But what other superstars would you like to see AEW pick up? Is that six our time or Eastern? Yeah, time? six our time. It's nine Eastern. Is it nine o'clock tonight. Eastern. It's been, uh, yeah, Eastern. Is it going to be live stream? Yeah. Oh, yeah, because somebody asked if we're going to do a reaction yeah. to it. Uh, what wrestlers would you like to see AEW pick up that no one else is really talking about, and why is it Adam Mayhem with the H title? I want to see our guy Cal Jack yeah, get that'd be picked cool. up by All Elite Wrestling, yeah. which is fat stacks of money. Mm -hmm. And then he'll be like, hey, guys, come on out. And great. Then he'll pay for it. He'll get great. us a limo and shit. <laughs> come on, Cal, look it up. <laughs> with those fat stacks, man. Who else? Oh, uh, uh, um, Jacob Fatu. Oh, yeah, that'd be good. He's really good. Yeah, he's really good. Um, uh, I was really surprised and very pleasantly surprised that Jimmy Havoc got signed to yeah, AEW. That, was cool. that That's so great. Apparently, Cody really liked him. Man, that's not so, that's awesome. Mm -hmm. That's so good. Um, who else, man? God, I feel like everybody's getting snatched up. I know. Um, what about what's that dude's name that wrestles out here? Funny Bone. Oh yeah, Funny Bone's really good. I really like him. Yeah, he's, he's really, really good. good. He's really good. His packaging is awesome. I feel like he needs to like. Somebody needs to get that guy. I know. He needs to get out there or something. His I don't whole know. gimmick is great. Yeah. He like he totally embodies that character when he's out there. Man, yeah. He's really good. No, I agree. Yeah, he's I good. I think he's man. I think he's excellent. He's good. Uh Will Rodriguez, based on the crowd reactions on Raw and SmackDown, does it seem that the SmackDown crowd is filled with more hardcore fans than casual fans? I think wrestling fans in general are just more savvy to the product these days. If you're going to buy a ticket to something, you're going to be a fan. Yep. You know, you're yep. not just going to be a casual. I mean, I know people, I even think that when people bring their kids to it, it's those are the fans bringing their kids, trying to expose them to some yep. stuff that they're into. Yep. Um, did, you see, did you see 
what was the show? Was it an MLW show? And I forget even who it was. I think it was like Phoenix. He did a suicide oh, yeah. dive and landed literally. The guy got out of the way and he jumped straight into the audience. <laughs> into yeah, that was crazy. Crowd. Holy moly. That guy is explosive. He is. California Dreaming. Who would, your, who would have a higher WB ceiling if they went back down to NXT and came up to Maine? Mike Kanellis, Drew Gulak, uh, TJP, or Cedric Alexander? Based on the match on NXT this week, it's hard to say argue against Drew. He's great on the mic. He's a great technical wrestler. Yep. Yep. Dude, he's Dean Malenko, but with, like, super personality. Mm-hmm. Golly. Mm-hmm. And he's taller. Mm-hmm. Man, Drew's good. He's real good. He is good. Uh, let's see here. Greg Morris, you're going to make one wrestling movie. Oh, great. great. Vince's story is off limits, so what's your choice? So it, is, are we, it has to be a biopic, or mm-hmm. can we do like a sci-fi? Okay. Sci-fi. Fun wrestling, the movie. <laughs> Man, how cool would like an anime of fun wrestling in WCW? Interdimension tension. That'd be something anime. else, man. Holy moly, that'd be great. That would be something else. All right, dude. Uh, I would I, have to be Bruno. Yeah, that's I would good. die to see a Bruno movie. That'd be really good. Holy crap, that'd be good. Uh, I'll say Bobo Brazil. Oh, that's a good one. That's a really good one. I think one. that'd be really interesting. That's a good one. How about like a Brock movie? But he plays himself. Oh, gosh. Even as a child. No, John's seen the movie and he plays himself even, <laughs> even as a child. But it's directed by the Farrelly brothers. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be pretty good, actually. Um, the Grappling Gamer. Should WWE have a network special specifically for the Cruiserweights, like their own takeover or evolution? Uh, he's asking about fast lane. Should they get rid of it and instead do something? Yeah, cool I think for that'd the be cool because it make the the cruiserweight division feel more special. weighty. They need to feel special, but I don't, I, it's not going to happen. Yeah, uh, nonstop player. Oh, nonstop player. I love nonstop player. Too bad this isn't. You know, this question is in the form of a match. He's question. probably all grows up now, huh? Uh, yeah, he I don't was know. like a baby. He says, based off both of your personalities, which New Japan faction would you both be in? I'd be Suzuki Goon. I'm a curmudgeon. Oh man, he's got his own uh, his own uh, YouTube channel. Nice, neat, non- nonstop player does. What uh, New Japan faction would you be in? Why is it Taguchi Japan? I know, man. That's a bummer. But I'm a clown. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. I'd have to be. I got it. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. What are the other factions? Lij, like? you're not cool enough for that. I think I'm kind of too cool for Bullet Club these days. To be honest with you. Did you see that video? Of like them all wearing their uh, Bullet Club block party shirts, and Jay White was talking it up, Mm-mm. and they he just comes off as so nerdy when he's mm. not being like a badass guy. Mm. No, I didn't see that. Uh, see, you're not Bullet Club. You're not Lij. You're not Chaos. You're not grumpy enough to be in Suzuki Goon with me. You got to be Taguchi Japan. Gee whiz, man! I got to be Taguchi Japan. Maybe you can stage mutiny and kick him out of his own faction. Steve Japan. Steve here, Japan. Steve here, Japan. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Who all's in that faction? It seems to change by the week. No kidding. Was it Taguchi, Juice, mm-hmm. David Finley? Oh, yeah. Sometimes go ace. You know, sometimes you got to be honest with yourself and just you got to own it. Yeah. I'm much more Dave Finley <laughs> than maybe even Dave Finley. <laughs> <laughs> that dude is just doe. Yeah. He's so doughy. I love him. I think he's great. But that's what I would look like if I had some little chonies on, man. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> this is a great question. Hmm. Nelson G., if you were to assign a wrestler's entrance theme as a ringtone for each other and other people in your lives, who gets what entrance music? I would give you back Seamus's old uh, entrance, the one you liked. The, the lobster head one. So you would, so when I call you, Lobster Head would play on your phone. Yeah, I think sure. That's the question. That's the nature okay, of the okay, question. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah. What entrance? Th- I would give you Fisherman's theme song. That's a, that's a deep cut. I'm trying to think what what theme song would I actually give you? That's a wrestling theme song right now. Hmm. 
I mean, I guess because you like it so much, I might give you. No, I'd give you Walter's theme song. Oh, okay, that's it's very good. dramatic. It is very dramatic. And sometimes you act like a big baby, and he looks like a big baby. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, for uh, what about for your wife? What about for Rachel? Uh, Becky Lynch. For Lacey, it would have to be the Street Profits theme song. There you go. There you go. Uh, let's see here. Thomas Speller. Ooh, this is a tough one. Who had the better career when they returned to wrestling, Shawn Michaels or Daniel Bryan? It's kind of hard to tell with Daniel Bryan. He hasn't been back a year yet. True. Shawn Michaels had a really good second run. Yeah, really. His second run was better than his first run. Mm-hmm. So it's uh, kind of hard to not say Shawn Michaels. Oh, uh, oh, wow. What a great question. Go ahead. Joaquin Cardenas. That's what, the, that's what I was going to ask. If there was a battle royale between all the fast food tacos of the world, which would you book to come out on top? You're going to say Jack in a Box. So here's the battle royal. You got Taco Bell, Del Taco. But we got to specify, is this the standard crunchy tacos? Well, for Del Taco, for sure, it's their soft taco. Their chicken soft taco. Chicken soft taco. Yeah. Taco Bell's, like if, if somebody said, hey, I'm going to get a Taco Bell taco, what, what do you want? I would get their uh, Taco Supreme. Okay. Soft shell, uh, so right. flour. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Jack in the Box. Jack in the Box is so good. It's so bad for you, but mm-hmm. it's so good. They deep fry the whole thing, don't they? Yeah, it's amazing. <sighs> Jim Boys has a good taco. Mm. Um. What am I missing? Are there any other tacos? Fast food tacos? Have you ever been to, at Carl's Jr., they have the, uh, was it Green Burrito? Uh, oh, yeah, okay. I've never been to one of those, though. Me neither. Well, those out of those four tacos there. Oh, Del Taco. That's hands down. Yeah, it's so good. It is really I might good. get some this weekend. That sounds it sounds good. so good. It does sound good. Let's see here. What else do we have? I'm Austin Rents. So what happens with Luke Harper now? Does he join Brian and Rowan or go solo? It feels like they're not together anymore. Yeah. I think Rowan is doing his own thing with Daniel And then Brown. Luke Harper is going to do his own thing, hopefully. Uh, Chris Redacted, can you cast a slice of life sitcom starring one, starring one wrestler each from WWE, New Japan, NXT, Ring of Honor, and what we know of the uh, All Elite Wrestling Well, roster? obviously with All Elite, you want to go with Pac. Okay. You need your, fo- your next door foil. Uh, WWE. Go with Finn Balor. He and Pac are buddies, apparently, based on that picture. I mean, you got to go with Big E. Oh, good choice. All right. Fair enough. Big E. Uh, NXT. This is what I'm going to do. You got to go with Eric Bugenhagen now from NXT. I'm going to go AJ. Okay. Adam Cole. All right. uh, From AEW, be Kenny Omega. This is Bullet Club, guys. Exactly. Okay. Um, New Japan. We'll have Jay White. Okay. He'll be the 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 neighbor. Okay. And then wow, they may have left in the Ring of Honor if that was in Bullet Club. Is there? We'll do Matt Taven. <laughs> okay. There you go. <laughs> there you go. I'll do this. I'll do uh, Matt Taven from Ring of Honor. I'll do uh, Scott Dawson from <laughs> WWE. <laughs> And then I don't care who else. Uh, let's see here. Oh, and then from 205 Live, Marie Canales. <laughs> there you go. Wow. I'm just going to recreate that tweet. Man, look at Bugenhagen's freaking muscles. Oh, man, he's jacked. That dude's jacked, he's daddy. Jacked. Holy crap. You saw that video how he, what, got 5,000 calories? <laughs> yeah. Eating avocado smoothies I and like, chocolate I bars. I like how frantic his math is. <laughs> He's got such frantic math. Oh, yeah. That's what? 275 with plus three is 278 plus 500 is. It's very frantic. Uh, and then finally, Toxic Trent. What wrestler would have the best video game based on their kayfabe life? Um, Isn't there like a crazy, uh, like a luchador guy who's like Space Dog or Space. He's like a space guy. No, like a space guy. Here's Aerostar. Aerostar. What's his kayfabe? What the lit up LEDs and stuff? Yeah, on his, uh, on his ring gear. Oh, I don't know. Some probably somebody from DDT Pro. Yeah, 
Could be. Or, I mean, if you consider Minoru Suzuki fighting those giant animal, uh, those giant monsters mm-hmm. from that DVD, if you consider that part of his canon, part of his kayfabe, yeah, yeah, that he did some wacky stuff too. He, there's that those gifts of him uh, fighting a robot in like a creek and stuff like that. Well, really, Undertaker. Yeah, I guess River so. Stygian, like if his if his comic book series is kayfabe, any indication, which I think it is, then yeah, yeah. you're going to the underworld. Yeah, that's, River a heck, that, that's a heck of a video game right there. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Good Absolutely. answer. That's the correct answer. Yeah. Anyways, thanks so much, everybody, for tuning in. We appreciate it. Here's an ad for our Patreon. Until next time, we talk to you guys later. Bye. Be a part of Going In Raw today at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Starting at $1 a month, you can enjoy Going In Raw ad-free, gain access to the daily 30-minute Going In Raw post-show, exclusive merchandise, and so much more. Support Going In Raw today. Click the link in the description. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today.